everybody, Dr. Z here, and welcome to the Z Time Podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about three main things that I see people um, grasp when they are going through a health transition. The first thing is the concept of neuroplasticity, the second is the concept of neurogenesis, and the third is the concept of microhabits. And so neuroplasticity, neurogenesis, and microhabits, why are they so important? Well, let's start with neuroplasticity. As we develop new habits, and so um, to, ex- to put an example on this, you know, in one of our courses called the, 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 the Diabetes Bootcamp, we have this process in which people are able to see exactly what is in their food. For that to be able to happen, they would have to go to an app and take a picture or scan the product with a barcode. And so what ends up happening is that people can do this, and they do it maybe once or twice. But then when people really dial in, when people really dial in their blood sugars, I mean, the people who do the best, they're doing it all the time. Like, it's wired into their brain now to do it as a part of their day. And so how do you get there? Well, first, you have to build a pathway of power within your brain. You have to build new connections of the things that you already know, and the things that you are building. And so, connecting the uh, knowledge of how to use an app with the knowledge of taking the picture before and then using that information to determine what you're going to eat or not eat. And so that's a huge step for many, many people. But what you do is that you start by asking yourself different questions. Okay, instead of asking yourself how much insulin you have to take because you're going to eat so much carbs, if you're a type 2 diabetic, of course, um, ask yourself, how can I eat something, enjoy it, and my blood sugars go down, right? And so your brain will ask, you know, your, your brain, once it's asking different questions, it will give you different answers. And so that will lead to a different behavior. And the cool thing about it is that you can oftentimes then track these little tiny habits and these little micro habits and break it into even small pieces. Like today, I'm just going to open the app. Today, I'm going to do 10 seconds of uh, a plank. Like whatever it is, even if it's as small as that, to get your body to start building that pathway of power. And you can improve 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1% incrementally, and then this becomes exponential growth and exponential change for you and your health. Now, neurogenesis is a bit difficult. It's not as easy as neuroplasticity. And that means like building new neurons. It can be possible, but it's hard. And, you know, exercise definitely helps because it releases brain uh, naturotropic hormone that helps the body build these neurons. And so it's really important if you're trying to build new habits that you're doing some sort of exercise. And it could be really simple. It could be really small resistance exercise, like a plank for 30, one minute, two minutes, just whatever it is that your brain starts to wire that in, starts to wire that in. And the, the, the third thing is the concept of microhabits. Microhabits are hugely important. I remember when I, I, I never used to go to the gym and, and lift weights, never. And so I decided to go in there and lift the most that I could, the most weights that I could for, you know, 10, 10 reps. 
And that got me started. That got me started. It would literally take me about 10, 20 seconds, 30 seconds maybe, uh, to set up, drop my keys, do 10, and then leave. And I, I ended up, you know, I started with like 50 pounds. Then I was up to like 100 pounds in each hand. It's crazy how much your body will start building itself to react to what you're pushing it. And so neuroplasticity, neurogenesis, and microhabits are key principles of, that we can use from neuroscience so that we can change our habits to create the health that we want. Now, if you don't want to create different health or improve your peak performance, then this is not for you, and that's okay too. But if you do, these three things are, are, are very key. And, you know, either way it's okay, but it's just a matter of what you're choosing to do. We talked with one of the groups today about health, about generational health. Many of us get concerned about our kids and wealth and, and, and how are they going to do. And so many people, you know, they create these things called generational wealth, right? And I used to think about it like with our daughter, I used to think about it in a way that I was like, no, you know, they need to know that the world is hard and that they need to work hard. But that mindset evolved into actually giving her everything that she needs and more and also giving her the responsibility explicitly, letting her know like, hey, I'm, we're getting you this car, for instance, and you, we're getting you this car that you love that is your dream car so that you can do the same for your kids. Like, this is your responsibility. This is what you are tagged. Like, this is what you have to give in return to pay it forward to the next generations, right? And so it's really cool because it creates this opening uh, um, that, that you create with your kids. And so we think about that a lot, right, generational wealth. But also, how about generational health? We know that your behaviors and your actions are going to completely impact the health of your children. Literally, our memory is getting printed into our DNA, and that gets passed down through generations. The work of Dr. Diaz, it's amazing on this epigenetic memory and, and epigenetic memories of the traumas and how you can actually reverse those traumas and then the offspring doesn't get the genetic impacts of that trauma. If you don't reverse it, the, 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 uh, the, um, the offspring actually does get the impact of this trauma. And so it's really incredible to, 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 to start thinking about, okay, what is my health legacy? A lot of times when I have people in my courses, they talk about that their kids are shoving down food, that their kids are giving them food, that their kids are there and that they're asking for food, that... And, 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 and that's true, and I, and I hear that, and we have to be very compassionate about that. But the important thing is that we realize that the policies in our house, like we can change those policies, and we can do that in a way that is helpful. Many times we think about uh, changing the policy in the country or changing the policy in the city, but we forget that we have full control over the policies in our house. So we can change those rules. We can change those policies thus creating um, generational health for our children so that they don't have to go through the same health hardships that we went through when we were adults. They will have their own journeys, but at least they're not going to be the same old problems that we had. At least they can create new problems to create new solutions. So that's it for today, guys. I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. And remember, thrive on, thrive forward, and take it easy. Dr. Z here, out. 